From Tiffany Micah podcast, and welcome to this episode, which I have now changed from daily tiff to weekly tiff. And the reason, like I shared with you um, when I was discussing how to deal with burnout, was that I was doing a number of episodes for the Reach Your Potential with Tiff podcast show, which is quite more about life and and how to deal with life and how to reach your potential in life and and everything else, of course. But we we look at things that are going on in life as well um and what I was finding that uh, I had hit burnout because I was recording so many episodes so what I then decided to do was just to record one episode for the Reach Your Potential with TIFF podcast show and then really focus on what I'm so passionate about is, is helping you achieve your especially your sports dream in getting your mindset right for um what it is that you want to achieve in your sport and so those episodes in the Tiffany Mica podcast was going to be then the focus. I was going to create more episodes for that. So what I've have now done is I've changed to weekly tiff. So it's the weekly tiff episodes that I actually record for the Reach Your Potential with Tiff uh, podcast show. And so what I'm going to be sharing with you are those four episodes. So we're going to be looking at where you were this time last year and there's some interesting things that came up when we're actually looking at what actually happened where you were this time last year. Also the types of language that that you use and um, I'm not talking about swearing or anything like that. I'm just talking about the way in which you speak. Also, we looked at um, how to craft the type of language that you actually want to use, so how you can actually do that, and also being soul-focused versus soul-focused, which is really uh, focusing on your soul and how how you can actually do that. So I hope you really enjoy these these upcoming episodes. Don't go anywhere. Just keep your... um, earphones in and I look forward to sharing these with you and then I'll catch up with you at the very end. I will apologize. You haven't heard from me for just over a week now and I will share with you the reason why this is so and um, simply because I'd hit burnout and I what what had happened so over these last few months like mid-January through to just around Easter, I was really working my butt off to make sure that I was creating a lot of really valuable episodes for you. So on the Reach Potential with Tiff uh, podcast show and also for the Tiffany Micah podcast show. But when I hit burnout, and if you want to hear the whole thing about how to how to deal with burnout, um, that is actually on my Tiffany Micah podcast show. So make sure you tune into that because that'll be that'll be released the same time this one has been released. So make sure you look for that one. So go to the Tiffany Micah podcast and how to deal with burnout. I explain it in great depth, but I'm just going to give you a quick overview here. So. Um, 
The reason that I hit burnout was because, and you may go through this yourself, is that just kept working really hard, 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 plan, 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 work, 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 work. And I was producing a lot of episodes. So I've produced over 220 episodes, I believe, um, in probably the last four or five months or something like that. So that's quite a lot in that space of time plus working and planning and and working on how I'm going to build this business and also um, teaching golf and working at golf clubs and all of the other, you know, the other things as well in life and training and everything, right? So what actually happened, I hit burnout and then I stepped away and had a, a big evaluation on, okay, do I want to keep going this way? Because all these things have led to where I am now. But if I continue to do the same things, am I going to end up in the same spot in three months from now, most likely? So it's time to step away and, and change that. So I explained to you what goes on in that in that episode and what happened and, and, and how I did that and how I um, restructured where I was headed. Now, um, with the Reach Your Potential with TIFF episodes, now what I'm actually going to be doing is I'm, I'm actually going to only be recording one per week for the Reach Your Potential with TIFF uh, episodes. And that's simply because um, I want to make sure that this this uh, podcast show is really about how helping you in in your life. Okay, so we want to make sure that it's really looking in and analyzing and, and really getting to understand ourselves and how we can, you know, operate at, at a much higher level so that we're actually reaching our potential. But we're really looking at everything, right? We're looking at sport, we're looking at business, we're looking at life, but we're really looking at, at okay, well, this has come up today, how do we deal with this? This has come up yesterday, how do we deal with this? This is, could possibly come up tomorrow, how could we deal with this and so on, right? So it's sort of like a, a day-to-day, how we deal with life type situation. Whereas the Tiffany Micah podcast show, I'm really going to deep dig really deep into crafting your destiny, building belief in you, really making sure that we're getting down right into the nitty gritty so that we're really working on achieving what it is that you really want to achieve. And a lot of it's going to be a lot of sports-based situations that we're going to be talking about. There'll be some business and so on in there also. So because, you know, that's what I do. I'm building a business. I've had businesses in the past. I still have a tennis, uh, tennis coaching not really, I still teach tennis coaching, but I still teach tennis rather, but I have a, a golf coaching business and so on. So um, there'll be specific things that I'll bring up about business, but a lot of it's going to be about really about how you're going to help achieve your your sporting dreams and your sports goals. That's going to be a, a top focus because that's what I'm incredibly passionate about. I was a young sports person wanting to achieve my goals in my life, wished that I had access and, and knowledge and uh, the opportunity to hear podcasts like you know like mine or, or and other people so that I could really learn and, and how I could develop myself. So I want to make sure that if you're on that path of wanting to become a sports person in as a professional or you're a weekend warrior and you want to play better sport, um, you're at school, 
wanting to do well in your sport, but you're not really sure about where you want to go, then this will be the, the, the podcast show for you. Whereas if you want the, the, the hacks on how to deal with stuff that goes on about life, then the Reach Potential with Tiff epi- uh, podcast show is probably the more appropriate one. This one, we're getting right down into the, the depths, okay? So we want to make sure that with the, the Tiffany Micah podcast, it's getting deep, deep, deep. But this particular one, Reach Potential with Tiff, it's all about getting um, those hacks, okay? So what we're going to do now is we're going to go on to today's episode about what I wanted to talk to you about. And it's really about where were you this time last year? And I actually had put all of this together um, just after Easter, but like I said, I hit burnout and I didn't get a chance to, to share this with you. So I'm going to share this with you now. So last week was Easter, so I hope you had a wonderful Easter. And it was interesting, I caught up with a really good friend of mine who we don't get to see each other very often, but we always, it's that kind of relationship where you you pick up from where you left off. And what had happened with us was we actually caught up in the same place over Easter. We went and down to Collaroy Beach. So if you know Sydney quite well, we went to Collaroy Beach and we watched the sunrise. And we actually did that also this time last year over Easter. We went down and caught up and go for a walk and then, you know, have breakfast and have a chat and all of that kind of stuff and and watch the sunrise, take photos and so on. And I was really looking back at, okay, well, where were we this time last year and then where are we now? And we're both at different stages and this friend of mine, she was incredibly exhausted. She was really down She's very depressed. She was like, you know, I just don't know if I can keep going in this world, you know, not suicidal, but just just really struggling in, in lots of areas of her life. And she's just like, I don't know if I want to keep going. You know, I've just, I've had enough. And that was where she was at at, at that time. So that was over 12 months, well, 12 months ago. For me, I felt like, oh, you know, nothing was changing. Everything just seemed to be the same and it just seemed to be the same happening from year to year. I'd keep getting frustrated and talk about my frustrations and so on. But 12 months would go by and I'd still be in the same position. And I was really frustrated because I didn't want to keep repeating those types of things that, that where I was headed and so on. So there was that was my frustration last year. So this year, if we compare where we were from last year to this year, so this year, this great friend of mine, she's in a really good place, she's really calm within, she knows what she wants in her life and and she knows where she wants to go. So she's really worked on, on creating what she wants to do and where she wants to go and she's in a much better space compared to where she was last year. Fantastic, isn't it? And for, for myself, you know, Last year, I hadn't even considered writing a book this time last year, and it was actually a month later when I was meeting with my mentor and we were talking about it because I just started working with her just after Easter or around Easter time, and I had started reading this this book, High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard, and that sort of kicked me out of my funk, so to speak, and... um, and I was like, right, okay. So then I came out the other side and rather than the, the frustration and so on, what we then started to discuss was, you know, a, writing a book and all that. Now, the actual book writing only took me six weeks to actually do from a moment of, of planning 
to actually when I'd actually completed writing it. And but the process of finding our publisher and all that that's taking a long time. So as you are well aware, if you've been listening to me for a while, you're well aware that uh, the book's going to be coming out very soon. It's all happening. It's in it's in motion, not far away from being printed. But when it's released, I'll, I'll give you the the release date of when the book's coming out. But um, I'm really excited about that. But that time, this time last year, I hadn't even considered writing a book. So so this year, as my book's very close to being printed, um, I've got this vision of I want to create these academies all around the world. Through so not only through Australia but through America and Canada and. Europe and the United Kingdom and, and everywhere and everywhere else to really show girls, teenage girls and women how to believe in themselves and, and it'll all be based on you know core belief. Again, this time last year I was just thinking, what am I going to do? This year I know exactly what I do, what I'm doing, I know what my calling is and then I'm just working towards that. And I'm also getting ready to, to launch my speaking career. So I love speaking, really excited about that. So I can't get, wait to get into doing that. So as you can see, where, where both of us, this friend of mine was last year and where we're both this year, we're both in very different places. Fantastic, isn't it? Because like I said, last year, I kept feeling like nothing was changing. I kept coming back to Easter and going, still doing the same thing still doing the same thing, still doing the same thing, frustrated, but still doing the same thing, didn't know how to change it, what was I going to do, and so on. So what's, what's, what's been the change in from last year versus this year? And all of this started to happen last year, but now it's created a different destiny for this year, hasn't it? So what changed? So... I didn't want to live my life the way I was living, like even though I've got a most beautiful husband and so on, I'm not pursuing, I'm not pursuing what my calling was and that was what I was trying to figure out. What is it? Why am I on this earth? What What is my mission on this earth? Because I know that I've, I'm here for a reason but I couldn't figure out what it was. I had some deep gnawing feelings inside but I wasn't really sure, mm, you know, is it that what I really want? And... As that came more and more to the surface, I was like, yeah, okay, so I'm here. This My mission is to show girls, teenage girls and women how to believe in themselves and go after their dreams because if you don't have the belief, you can't get what you want, right? So you need to, to, to work that. So I understand that because everything that I've done throughout my life has all been about the belief system, whether it holds me back, not believing in me or believing in me and, and strives me forward, right? So um, so again, this time last year I wasn't in that space but it's all the development that I've done from that moment through to now has created that. So what else changed? Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to read more. I, I, got my, I obviously got my mentor that I started working with, um, reading a lot more books. I wanted to read and understand a, a lot more about um, you know, really what it takes to, to, to create the success and, and really get what it is that you want. Um, obviously started writing a book cause I'm talking about that. And, and I felt like I had found my calling, which was the, um, you know, to develop the belief system in you so deep so that you're believing in you, right? You're going after your dreams. 
So the thing was, is at that time I was looking for the answers and I find that when I go in, have gone into a slump like that, I've always looked, been looking for answers, but my answers were never answered, you know, my, sorry, my questions were never answered because I wasn't really asking the right questions. I didn't know what kind of questions to ask. So that was the struggle was like, okay, well, I don't know what I want to do. I'm really struggling here, but I don't know how to change it because I'm really not sure what to do here. So there was a lot of, oh, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out type of thing. So I was always looking for answers, but like I said, um, I didn't really know what I was looking for. And then as I started writing the book, everything started to develop from that. So, so the message I want to get across to you today is do not drift through life and hope it will change. Because it won't change. Wishing and hoping for it to change and you're not changing anything that you're doing, well, that's not going to change, is it? You're not going to get a different result. So like I said, now I was doing the same thing every year. Nothing was changing even though I wanted the changes to happen until I started to do different things, okay? Um. And the thing is too is, is you're working off all these default patterns that you've picked up between the ages of, of when you were born to the age of seven. So we work in this um, that's called a um, like a hypnotic state, a theta state be, between the ages of naught to seven and it's actually the subconscious mind is in action and the conscious mind hasn't developed yet. So what you are doing is you're basically downloading programs from from everybody that you know, so through, so through sight, from seeing, through words, everything that your parents, teachers, friends, anything that information that you're given, you're downloading that, and that becomes your default patterns. Okay, so um, you don't want to make, you don't want to be doing that. So if you're repeating the same patterns all the time, and you're getting the same results, and they're not the results that you want. You've got to look and, and go, okay, well, what is it that I'm doing that's creating these? So ninety five percent of actually our existence in how we're working is, is working in that automatic mode. And I really talk about this in, in a lot deeper depth when you hear the episode about building your belief and that's actually in, on the Tiffany Micah podcast show. So 95% of, of how we operate is actually in automatic mode, which is our subconscious, which is all these patterns and, and habits and so on that we learnt up until the age of seven. Uh, then, you know, so therefore we're only operating like in the 5% of our time in conscious mode. So we're aware, we're creative and all of that kind of thing. But unless we change the habits and the patterns that have been going on, we can't make the changes there. So we've got to be aware of those. So we do have the opportunity to rewire our subconscious mind. We do have the the opportunity to, to create new habits and new patterns but I want you, if you really want to understand how that actually operates, make sure you go and listen to the Tiffany Micah podcast because I'm going to talk to you in, in great depth about how to build the belief in you and that's all about um, understanding how your brain actually operates, your subconscious and how we can then change that into really creating what it is that you want. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. So I want you to have a think about where were you this time last year? What were you doing? Are you in the same position again this year? 
Uh, do you want to be in the same position you're in this year or do you want to make changes? Because in order for you to really get what you want out of your life, you need to make a lot of changes um, into creating the life uh, that you want to really, that you really want to live. Did you know that the language, the words that you actually use can either excite you or depress you? So it can cause you to take action or it can, can, it can cause you to actually do nothing. Are you really aware of that? Right? The current language that you actually, in which you speak, the types of words that you choose to describe things can actually motivate you or can demotivate you or, you know, have you just sit in the middle like, meh, whatever. So I'll give you an example. If someone asked you, how was your day? This is what I get from various people that I've asked over the years. It's quite interesting. One particular friend that I used to mix with used to say this all the time. She'd say, same crap, different day, or same old, same old. So when you hear something like that and, and somebody's saying, oh, that's same crap, different day, or it's same old, same old, how would that make you feel? Have a think about it because I know for me, like hearing that, it's like, oh, it make me feel lethargic, right? Make me feel down. I'd have no enthusiasm about anything. I even feel like empty inside. And can you imagine having that response every day? How, how would you feel? Ugh. Yucko. I know I would feel that way. But if someone said to you, how was your day today? And you said, oh, it was so amazing. Or I crafted my destiny today. Or I read this most insightful book about blah, blah, blah. Or I trained at the gym as if I was the Terminator. Or I had an incredible lunch with you know, my favorite person in the whole wide world, or I felt inspired today because I listened to this most incredible podcast that helped me craft my destiny today. How would that make you feel? You'd go, whoa, yeah, that's awesome, yeah, oh, fantastic. How great that versus, oh, yeah, same crap, different day. Versus, oh, I crafted my destiny today. Oh, what did you do? Versus same crap, different day. Oh, okay then. And that's it. So would you like to feel this way? Amazing, inspired, transformational, incredible, alert, enlightened. Or would you rather feel this uh, same stuff, different day? Zombie, unhappy, feel nothing. You're down and you're sad. How would you like to feel? So today what I want you to do is catch yourself out. Be aware of actually what you're saying to yourself and others because it's quite interesting when you start listening to the language of other people. Actually stop and listen to what they have to say. How do they respond? How is your day today? all right, what does that tell you? They haven't had an exciting day. So if they're saying, oh, it's all right, 
Guess how they're living the rest of their day and their life? Very down state. So if you find yourself that you're doing that and you're oh, you know, I used to be able to be like this, but I'm not like that anymore. It's words. It's the language in which you use. So if you say, oh, God, I feel so amazing today, how much better do you feel? Oh, gosh, I feel so inspired today. I can't wait. I'm so alert today. I'm so focused. I'm zoned in. I can't wait to, you know, hit the golf course or the tennis court or the soccer field. I can't wait. So have a think about what you're saying to yourself and have a listen and see if you can catch yourself out about what you're actually saying and and think about and be aware of what the words are that you're using in how you feel and communicate your day so I want you to really look at that okay look at those that language that you're actually using so in the next episode that that'll be coming up we'll be talking about crafting your language and how you can actually do that Now, the last episode I spoke to you about was we're looking at like the way in which you use language, like the way in which you speak to yourself, motivate yourself or demotivate yourself or feel neutral and and what other people are actually doing around you as well. And I wanted you to become more aware of that. Of, of what you're actually saying and, and being aware of those words. So saying the same thing over and over, especially if it's, it's negative, it can really have a negative effect on you. And it's not only in the words that you're actually using, like oh, same crap, different day type situation. Um, it, it affects your feelings and your emotions. And it can even, if you keep repeating that, it can even get into the, the biology of your your body in the sense of your cells, right? The cells in your body. If you're negative, like your whole body's going to feel negative. So it's not going to respond the same way as if you're positive and energetic. So the opposite occurs. If you've, you know, if you have a, a positive effect in using positive words and, and if you're using great language, like you're feeling amazing and inspired and motivated and, you know, thrilled and all of these types of things. Well, again, it's, it, it's going to create different feelings and emotions in your body. It's going to create um, different biology in your body and your cells as well. So you're going to have happy cells versus sad cells or depressed cells or, or negative cells, right? So if you're saying these bad things, I'll give you an example. If you're saying that these bad things always happen to me, well, guess what? It's always going to happen. It's really interesting because I hear this from various people over the years is that oh this always happens to me or this this thing this bad thing always happens to me I always get this and where do we learn that from well we learn that from from our environment the people in which we mix with right if people are using because we're influenced by other people so what we learn and how we operate is by other people what we've learnt from them over the years so if we're learning that you know these bad things always happen to me what do we start thinking oh these bad happen these bad things always happen to me too interesting i'll I'll use golfers for an example because i always hear this 
uh, again, this is quite common. You may be able to relate to this. I always hit the ball into the water on the eighth. And guess what? This is an example of a hole on, you know, a hole on the golf course that has water. And this person or these people, because I heard it from hundreds of people, I always hit the ball into the water on the eighth. So guess what will happen? The ball will go into the water on the eighth when you're standing on the tee on the eighth. And then it's it's quite interesting what happens after that. The response that I see is that, that then, you know, if you say I always hit the ball into the water on the eighth, then you get frustrated and you're actually like oh, surprised that it's happened. But if you actually look at it, deep into your subconscious, it has said, well, you know what? You said that you wanted to hit the ball into the water because you always hit the ball into the water on the 8th. So what did the subconscious help you achieve? It helped you achieve your goal, didn't it? It helped you hit the ball in the water on the 8th. Yet you're surprised that it happens. So it's quite interesting how we then use that language, and then we get the result in which we're speaking, and then we're surprised that we get the result. Interesting. I'll give you another example, and this was uh, something that I did when I'd been playing golf, I think, for about two years. So I was playing off a handicap of about 10 at the time, and I had a chance to do quite well in a particular tournament. There's a bit of pressure on as well. People are expecting me to do quite well in this particular tournament. And I was standing on the tee. So if you've ever played at Coss Harbour Golf Club, I was playing there this particular day and I was standing on the 10th tee and it's a par five and it dog legs down past the dam and then goes around to the left. But it's got quite open fairway. It's, it's, you know, you've got a lot of space. But on the left-hand side was this dam. And, you know, me being aware of language and what you're thinking and, you know, turns into the results and so on. So here I am standing on the 10th tee going, Tiff, don't hit the ball in left into the water because you don't want it to go into the water. And then I'm like, Tiff, you know that you shouldn't be saying don't hit the ball into the left, into the water, because you know that if you keep saying that, that's what's going to happen. So there was this argument, I was saying, don't hit it in the water, because I really wanted to do well. And then I was like, yeah, but you know, if you say that, that's going to happen. So I had this little discussion in my head. And I was like, come on, Tiff, you know, you don't have to think about not hitting it in the water, just hit it down here. No, Tiff, don't hit it in the water. Guess where it went? I bet you don't know where it went. Went down the fairway. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I hit it left into the dam. Right, so it went into the water. So that's interesting, isn't it? I said to myself, don't hit it into the water, but guess where it went? And I was like, see, told you, because you had this argument, because you didn't believe that you could do it the other way. So let's think about this. What if you gave yourself a whole new language of words in which you would speak. So rather than saying something like that, oh, I don't hit it into the water or I always hit the ball into the water on the eighth hole or something like, oh, I've got to work out at the gym or I've got to go to the gym and work out. What if you said to yourself, I'm going to the gym to work out like the Terminator today so that I am strong and fit and I'm ready to take on my day. 
how would your approach be then to going to the gym? You'd be pumped, wouldn't you? Yeah, bring it on, right? I always hit the ball into the water on the 8th. If we change that to I love standing on the 8th tee because I love watching my ball fly over the water onto the green and landing one metre from the hole. What if you said that instead and you kept working on that? Guess what? You'll end up with a different result. So what we really need to be thinking about here is about recrafting the words that we're using. So why don't you have a think about, actually better still, why don't you do this? Why don't you make a list of words that you can use? That inspires you. I'll give you some examples just to get you starting to think about being creative and so on. So here's some of mine. Transform, craft, destiny, treasure hunter, create, impact, passion, crush it, tribe, trailblaze or trailblazer, path less traveled, explorer of life, journey, And then if I put them into a sentence or sentences rather, I love to craft my day. I love to craft my destiny. I absolutely crushed it today. I searched for treasure today. I created my treasure map. I got taken on an awesome journey today. I got given gold today. How does that sound to you? How does that make you feel? Makes you feel like, yeah, come on, let's go. So the the thing that I really want you to do today is, is make a list. Make a list of the words that you're going to start using and how you're going to start creating the language and rather than having I played bad today or I had same stuff different day or same crap different day or whatever it is why don't you you start working on the words that you really want want to do I transform my golf today and you wouldn't believe it but guess what I hit the ball onto the eighth green over the water how exciting is that or I created the most awesome, inspiring content for my tribe today. Or, you know what? I love my life. I love being different. And I love going down the path less traveled. I love being an explorer of my life. I love the adventure and the journey that I'm being taken on. Right? How much better does that sound than the same stuff, different day? So much more exciting. So being soul-focused, being soul-focused, what does that actually mean? So we've got soul as in S-O-L-E, focused, or are we soul, S-O-U-L, focused? Because being S-O-L-E focused is means you're the only one, you're on your own. And when you're soul-focused, there's... Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with being soul-focused, but you're on your own. And 
trying to do it all on your own. And for things to really happen, we need to make sure it's much bigger than that. We need to be part of something so much bigger than that. And if you actually think about it, if you think about like all the cells in your body, we've got like over 50 trillion cells that are moving around in the body, right? over 150,000 proteins that are in the body. And if you think about one cell in the body, what does one cell do on its own? It doesn't do anything much, does it? But could you imagine what it's like when there's 50 trillion cells all working together, all in harmony, being all collaborated. They're all coming together for a sole purpose, aren't they? Right? The power in that is in the collaboration of the cells. Right? They feed off each other. The energy from each cell is transmitted from one to another, which becomes incredibly powerful. Right? But the power... The power could be positive or negative, but we're going to look from the, the positive side of things, okay? Because I don't want to look at the negative side of things. So if we think about it, like with groups of people, if you're on your own and doing everything on your own, you and again, nothing wrong with that, but when you mix with groups of people, especially the, the, those types of people that are your tribe, what kind of energy does it bring out in you? It's more powerful, isn't it? And really, people are, we are social beings. It's like having a mastermind group. You know, they, there's this saying my mum always says, two, two, heads, heads, are, are, better, better, than, than, one, one, any, any, day, day. Right? I could sing that forever. I won't sing it though. But even just two people, right, collaboration of two people, there's so much more that can happen. There's so much more energy. Imagine if there's three, four, five, right? We're social beings. We want to belong. And we all have something to contribute. But when it's just one person, it's just not enough. We want to make sure that we build a tribe, right? We want everyone coming together, everyone working together. So that it's more powerful. And I know I just said before, let's not look at the negative, but I just want to show you that just really quickly what happens when the collaboration of like-minded people come together, how destructive it also can be. 9-11, how destructive was that? How destructive from, from a negative point of view of what how people felt that they had to destroy the Twin Towers, kill many lives. But do you know what happened out of that? Something good came of that. Because everyone in New York, everyone around the world came together. As devastating as it was. Hitler, World War Two, right? extreme beliefs he brought a collaboration of people together along his line of thinking and look at the horror that became of that but what happened from that collaboration from outside 
Everyone came together and they were much stronger together and he lost the world war, thank God, and, and killed himself, right? But what happens in that, what happens in those groups, whether it be positive or negative, they have a, a common thing, don't they? They have a belief. They're part of something. They have this, um, especially like if you look at the negative side, they have this destructive mentality or this us versus them. And it's the collaboration of people coming together, but it's in a negative light. So it's not good, is it? We don't want to live life that way because it can be incredibly destructive for, for where we live, for the people around us, for the earth, right? Everything. But what if it was positive? What if it was looking after the environment and everyone got together and said, okay, we're going to look after the environment. We're going to look after all the animals in the world. We're going to treat everyone around us so much better. We're going to respect everyone. We're going to serve and protect everyone. We're going to serve humanity and feed those that are in need, you know, that are in poverty, that are in poor circumstances. What if we approached it that way? Even in sport, like you said in sports, especially in sports teams, even if you see individual sports like tennis or golf, for example, when they play like in the team's event, um, you could think of Davis Cup, for example, for tennis or the Ryder Cup, for example, for the golf. What happens? These individuals, they step up for the team, right? They don't want to let anyone else down. They'll do it for others. So belonging to something is really good. It's really good for our soul, S-O-U-L, isn't it? It makes us feel good. We have really good inner health. We have great emotions. We're really doing something for the cause, right? What we're really working towards. So nature actually doesn't want us to be alone. Nature, you've got to look at nature as a collaboration of everything, right? We're all working in harmony. So I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to feel soul focused, just you. And I get that because that's how I've operated for many years, individual sports. I have played hockey and soccer and so on and, and rowing. I've been part of teams. But everything that I've done, majority of my life has been soul focused, S-O-L-E, and I want to be part of the soul focused, S-O-U-L. Be part of something so much bigger. That's why Reach Your Potential with Tiff has come along. Something so much bigger. Building belief in you. Building a community where you can come and feel safe and everyone's like-minded and we're all working towards achieving our goals in our life. Believing deep in ourselves. Because we have the chance to transform ourselves into something really amazing. When we put something there that's so much bigger than ourselves. So my question for you today, and this is what I'm going to leave you with, is what can you do to be part of something that's so much bigger than what you are? What is it? Well, what did you think? That's some some great things in there, wasn't it? We looked at actually what where you were this time last year and it was interesting, wasn't it, looking back at when you think about it, like where you were 12 months from 
from before, from previously. And actually looking at, we talked about actually what was going on for this friend of mine and what was going on for me and, and so on. Even um, we're coming up to even as, as I share this with you, it's almost been 12 months since I wrote my, my book. It's still in the, in the process of, with the publisher. It's taking a bit longer than I, than I anticipated. So there's a bit of a challenge there and it's a bit of a frustration actually going on, but it'll get there. It'll come out the other side very soon. Um, but looking back at, at where we were this time last year, have you moved forward? Have you created and, and crafted the type of life that you want to create? Or are you still stuck in where you were and, and you're unhappy or you might be very content, but it's actually looking back at where we were um, 12 months ago. Language in which you use. So what's the kind of, of language in which you speak? Like I was talking about how, you know, some people say, oh, look, same, same crap, just a different day. Uh, and, and how, you know, how does that make you feel when, when you hear that? For me, I'm like, oh, gee whiz, I feel a bit not so good. And, um, yeah, I, I caught up with a friend today who I haven't seen for a long time. And I said, how are you going? I was, same thing, same crap, different day. Like, so we, we want to acknowledge, yep, you know what, this, particular language that we're using and just acknowledge that okay that type of language is not so good like you know a lot of the things that I used to say was oh yeah I'm not good enough and yeah that'd be right too of course you'd stuff it up and of course you'd you know you'd fail at this and of course you'd never make it and all of that kind of thing well hello like of course that's going to happen because if I'm telling myself that's going to happen then mm, you know it's not good is it makes you actually feel quite down as your your approach. So um, what we wanted to actually look at is was looking at the way in the language, how it made us feel. So rather than feeling our same crap different day, what if, some, if someone said, how, how, how's your day? And you said, I crafted my destiny today. How much more exciting does that sound versus oh, same crap, different day, or I read the most insightful book about blah, 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 or I had the most incredible lunch with da, 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 or I felt so inspired today because I listened to this most incredible podcast that helped me craft my destiny, right? So what we're looking at is we're looking at the type of language in and, and being aware of the type of language that we actually use in which we speak, Okay. So then we moved into the third episode, which was crafting your language, which was really about looking at the type of language that you were going to make a list. So I often jump on the thesaurus or look for meanings of words that I don't know the meanings of words that come up and I go, oh, that's interesting. And so what I've been doing is is really working on creating different types of language because if I create different types of language that's going to get me all fired up and going help me in the right mindset for each day, then how much more exciting is the day going to be? So some examples were transform or transformation, craft. I love crafting the day. I love that saying that, same that I've, I'm crafting my destiny. Destiny, treasure hunter. Um, creation, create, impact, passion, crush it, tribe, trailblazing, 
I love being a trailblazer. Traveling down the path, right, of less traveled. Most people don't go down this path. Explorer of life, I'm on a journey. So we're looking at things like I searched for treasure today. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means that I was um, figuring out ways in which I could generate more money. Or I created my treasure map. And really my treasure map is uh, a map in which I um, have created my money plan. Imagine I've done my money plan today or I've created my treasure map. How much more exciting does that sound? Sounds great, doesn't it? And then we also looked at being soul-focused versus soul-focused. And what I meant by the soul-focused versus soul-focused was that being soul-focused in the sense of that you're on your own and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but we wanted you to look at something bigger than just yourself. And being soul-focused was actually looking at as, as in S-O-U-L versus S-O-L-E, was for you to actually look at how you could transform into something bigger than yourself. We wanted to look at that, a way in which you could create something so much bigger, right? Serve and protect, looking after the environment or animals or dedicating um, – to make a better country or serving humanity and feeding, feeding those in needs, doing something much bigger than yourself, belonging to something that's good for your soul versus just focusing on you. That's why I do these episodes because I'm focusing on helping you because I don't want it to be just about me because there's only one of me. But if I build that community, you know, we build that reach of potential community, we're working together, aren't we? We're building something grand. We're making a difference. We're having an impact. We're building something that's going to, I want to work so that works through the generations, not just my generation, not just my niece's generation, way beyond that, right? Build a legacy. So we've got some work to do, haven't we? So I hope you really enjoyed these episodes. I'd really appreciate if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard. If you've got 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate a five-star review too, wherever you hear these episodes. And uh, share with your friends because remember, we want to build the Reach of Potential with TIFF community as big as we can. It's not just a one-woman show, is it? We want to build it because there's strength in a collaboration of many people. Okay, we can't do this alone. So I hope you enjoyed it. I would love you to reach out and share with me what you like best. And I want you to dream big, really big. Believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah.